What is up? It's The Rant. My name is Jeff Radcliffe, and it is Friday, March 12th. All right, Travis Etienne isn't the fastest kid alive, but you know what? Pro Day results for Etienne, and Pro Day results starting to roll in. So I want to kick this show off today with just a quick peek at what Etienne managed to do at his Pro Day. I also want to talk about the top remaining free agents on the board across the four skill positions. Quickly roll through those guys because it's about to go down next week, baby. Tampering, the next time I will talk to you, I will have landing spots for most of the big free agents, so it's going to be freaking awesome. You know what else is awesome? Our presenting sponsor, Monkey Knife Fight. Do you like to play daily fantasy sports? Well, you need to go check out monkeyknifefight.com. Monkeyknifefight.com is the fastest growing daily fantasy site in the world because monkeyknifefight.com is different than the other daily fantasy sites. That's because on monkeyknifefight.com, there are no salary caps. You don't have to play against sharks, and that means anyone has a chance of winning, even you. MonkeyNightFight.com has tons of fun daily contests in all the sports you love, baseball, basketball, hockey, golf, UFC, NASCAR, WNBA, eSports, and football. Monkey Knife Fight has it all. You know what else MonkeyNightFight.com has? A free $5 game for you just for signing up. And if you use the promo code RANT, you have your first deposit matched instantly. Up to $50. With a name like monkeyknifefight.com, you can be pretty certain you know what you're going to be getting when you sign up to play. Monkeys and knives and fights and sports. Sign up and play today at monkeyknifefight.com. Play to MKF and win. State and age restrictions apply. See site for full terms and restrictions. All right, so real quick, let's talk about Travis Etienne. And if you want to follow along, I know sometimes it can be hard, especially with pro days, to follow along with all of the results, Right. I get it. I've been there many times before. Well, we're making things easy for you over at FTNFantasy.com. Here's what you can search out. Well, you don't even have to search. Just type it into the uh, to the search bar. The URL, right? FTNFantasy.com slash Pro Day. That's it. And you will land on our Pro Day results tracker, which does the work for you. You want all the Pro Day results? We have it. We're tracking it, as we like to say. Uh, so uh, by date, we have them all in there. And um, if you scroll down, for example, to the, uh, the uh, March 11th Pro Days, which was, of course, yesterday, Travis Etienne measured in at 5'10", 215, prototype numbers. I like both those numbers, to be honest with you. Runs a 4.40. Now, keep in mind that's a hand time. So, laser time would probably be in a 4.47 range. And honestly, I know certain people will have things to gripe about. I really think that, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, first and foremost, you're either your fantasy audience, gambling audience, or my family. <laughs> so, uh, what's up, family? But uh, otherwise, if you're listening to this podcast, you're of the mindset of a fantasy player, very likely. So as we go through the next month and a half, you're going to hear every little bit of these prospects nitpicked. For example, Trey Lance's pro day was today. His hands measured out a little bit small. So did Joe Burrow's. But you're going to hear the nitpicking. You're going to hear, you know, I always go back to DK Metcalf. Oh, he can only run nine routes. So? I mean, from a prospect analysis standpoint, if that's your job, I get it. I get that's why you're doing it, right? But the problem is when we cross the streams and a fantasy audience listens to that and then starts to, 
you know, deconstruct a player because of that. So be careful who you're getting your material from. Like, sure, from a draft standpoint, we can critique certain aspects of these players. But I tell you what, from a fantasy standpoint, when I see a player measure out at 215 uh, and 5'10", runs into four fours, even laser-timed, and can catch the ball out of the backfield in addition to being a home run hitting Jamal Charles-like player, I am salivating. <laughs> I am I am borderline foaming at the mouth over Travis Etienne, okay? Just saying. And he'll probably end up on a good team because he's going to be likely a late first-round pick. <sighs> Give me some of that. So uh, I'll keep coming back to this, but um, you know the the other testing numbers. By the way, thirty three and a half inch vert. That's not really that impressive. Ten ten foot eight in the broad jump. Not that impressive. He bench pressed uh, uh, two twenty five eighteen times. So that's solid. Uh, no three cone. No short shuttle for him. Overall, I don't care. I don't care about the lack of explosive numbers. I know he's explosive. I don't care about the the testing numbers that much there. But if you want this, ftnfantasy.com slash pro day. Also. If you're somebody who also plays fantasy baseball, we have a great deal going down for you right now over at FTN Fantasy. If you sign up for football, you sign up, you get the early bird special, right? Normally it's 70 bucks for the year, it's 40, 39.99 to be precise. In addition to that, we toss in baseball for free. Baseball is 20 bucks for the year. So you're getting a $50 discount which is pretty solid. And then on top top of that, use the promo code RATPACK and you get an additional 5% off. I mean, just we're just handing it out right now. So go check that out over at ftnfantasy.com. You can check out the pricing page and you will see uh, the, the early bird pricing for football. You get baseball for free. I love that. Uh, all right, you know what else I love? NFL free agency. I really do. It's, I mean, I, I love the season, of course, but... Free agency is so fascinating because the reshuffling of the deck each year with the salary cap makes it even more interesting. And then, of course, the NFL draft's freaking awesome too. The NFL is a 365 product. What you know? What else could you want? But we have had obviously the franchise tags are in place. So and and I discussed you know basically winners and losers there on the previous podcast. But I did want to kind of roll through quickly. I don't want to spend a lot of time on these guys, but the top guys at each position here. That matter to us <laughs> the skill position guys so quarterback first on the list uh the one of the top quarterbacks is now off the list I should mention that Cam Newton signed a one-year deal with the New England Patriots I I've seen some conflicting conflicting reports in terms of how much that deal is worth so uh until I get to the bottom of that either way uh this is a move for the Patriots that I think they had to make. They didn't have a, a viable quarterback on the roster. And yes, they have the 15th pick in the draft, but you can't even guarantee that all five quarterbacks aren't drafted by that point, the five first-round talent guys. So you could really be screwing yourself. You could potentially have to overpay somebody as well um, on the open market if it's Ryan Fitzpatrick, Andy Dalton. Maybe you don't overpay him, to be honest with you. But regardless, do you really want those guys? So you take Cam... Cam had 12 rushing touchdowns last year. He finishes the number 17 fantasy quarterback, believe it or not. He is, yeah, he's not going to throw, uh, he's not going to be like a 40 touchdown guy. He had eight last year. I do think they get him a little bit more talent, surrounding talent, uh, but he can be fantasy viable, especially in two quarterback leagues. If he is, in fact, the quarterback, I, I can't, we can't rule out the 
team potentially, uh, you know, adding a quarterback in the draft. We can't rule that out. But that's where we are currently. So the top remaining quarterbacks, I mean, guys who could be viable here for us, really it's Jameis Winston, Trubisky, I know, Fitzpatrick, Terod Taylor, Andy Dalton, and then maybe, you know, fringes of the list, really probably not starter caliber, Jacoby Brissett, Alex Smith. And, and it's even, it's arguable if Andy Dalton is as well. Uh, but Jameis, I do think, ultimately re-signs with the Saints. That'll be the telltale, though. If the Saints don't re-sign them, uh, if, they, if they don't re-sign Jameis, then I I mean, Drew Brees, you can't trust, unfortunately. It's come to the end of the line, you know? You have to draft a quarterback then, probably, because I don't think you can trust Taysom Hill either. So that'll be the telltale. We'll see what they do there. I've mentioned numerous times, I think Trubisky is wise to follow the Ryan Tannehill route. Go somewhere where you know you're not going to be the starter, but you're ready to be the starter if they ask you to. Tannehill did that. I mean, I mean, he's he's definitely the the hero story here. It's not always going to work that way, but worked pretty well for him. I think that's wise for uh for Trubisky. Fitzpatrick is there's been some rumblings that he's kicked around retirement ideas it doesn't seem like he's doing that I mean that would be kind of silly to do right before free agency because if you do get signed as a starter you're gonna get paid another year I mean come on so we'll see if he lands somewhere I could see a team like Washington you know saying all right one year another bridge year we don't think the quarterback's gonna be there by the way Washington was at Trey Lance's pro day I don't think he's going to fall all the way to 19, but they could make a move up the board. We, you know, you, you you just don't know, and especially when there's this many quarterbacks up at the top end, some crazy stuff could happen uh, for the draft this year. By the way, the draft they're going to be able to have their war rooms this year. The NFL officially approved that because remember everybody had to be remote last year. There's a lot of guidelines that they have to follow, and they actually have to submit a proposal basically to do so, but almost back to normal <laughs> we're getting there man uh all right Andy Dalton I think he should be a backup but you know again could he be a starter <sighs> really low low end starter <laughs> Terod Taylor may be a better starting option he's a bridge quarterback I think everybody knows that including Terod Taylor but another route Washington could go it's a very different route than Ryan Fitzpatrick but I think you have a slightly longer bridge with Terod Taylor. With Fitzpatrick, I really legit think it's like a one-year bridge. Taylor could, we haven't seen him had this opportunity in a while, but he could be a two-year bridge kind of guy or a one-and-a-half-year bridge if you draft a quarterback next year. Not terrible. And then, you know, on the fringes, as I mentioned, Alex Smith is down there. I think he's more of a backup at this point. Running back, it's really top-heavy at the top. Aaron Jones, I talked about it a bunch. I talked about it on uh, Tuesday's pod earlier in the week. I do think that, you know, he gets paid. I do think this is going to It's going to be a different year for free agency. I There's going to be a bunch of guys who take one-year deals that ordinarily wouldn't. You know, typically that one-year deal was the prove-it type thing. So either the player is coming off a down year, maybe a guy who was once very good, Cam Newton, like last year, and now he's done it again, another one-year deal. Or there may be one-year wonders, and the teams aren't necessarily sold that he's going to be able to continue that, like Brashad Perryman last year. 
that's normally the group that it was reserved for. But I could see some of these guys. You know, Taylor Moten obviously is not going to reach free agency. He signed. He already signed his franchise tag. He's playing under the franchise tag, and I think that's freaking smart. He's going to play under the franchise tag this year. He'll get paid whatever, 13 and a half, 14 million, whatever the, the number ended up being. It's a lot. <laughs> you know, a, a good payday. And then next year, they're going to back the truck up because the, the salary cap will go up. So I think that's pretty wise. And you may see some of these bigger name guys play for one year deals. Aaron Jones is going to be one of them. He's going to try and get a eight figure annual, uh, as much guaranteed as he can. Likely a four-year deal. Now, a lot of times these four-year deals aren't really four-year deals based on the way that they're structured. Usually they end up being two-year deals uh, that that um, you know teams can get out from under them very easily after, after the second year. But still, I don't think Atlanta's a destination. I could be wrong on this one. He just doesn't seem like he fits there. I've mentioned the Jets. <sighs> Please don't go to the Jets, Aaron Jones. Go to somewhere, and not a knock on the Jets, but they have a ways to go before it's a really optimal location, if it ever is. Uh, I love me some Makai Becton, don't get me wrong, but I would love to see Aaron Jones in an Arizona Cardinals uniform. Chris Carson, Kenyon Drake, James Conner, Leonard Fournette, Marlon Mack. That's sort of the next tier. And it, and it goes down pretty quickly through that tier. But Carson... If there's no injury concerns, I mean, he's a little bit older. He's at 27 years old, but he, you know, another one could get like a, a solid, you know, four year deal, but really kind of a two year deal. Atlanta makes sense to me. Kenyon Drake, I've said numerous times, San Francisco. James Conner, I think, is the guy who ultimately goes to the Jets. I think Fournette goes to the Steelers. They could get him on the cheap again. Not bad. Uh, Marlon Mack, this one's pretty crazy, man. Marlon Mack's one of those guys, and I think this happens at running back more than other positions, but as you're listening to this podcast, just really quickly to yourself, just say it out loud. You can talk to yourself. I mean, who listens to the podcast in groups, right? You can talk to yourself. Just say it out loud. Ready? How old is Marlon Mack? Ready? Go ahead. All right. You said 27? Did you say 28? <laughs> He's 25. He is the oldest 25, and he just turned 25. This is the oldest 25-year-old in the history of the universe. (laughs) He just turned 25. How is that even possible? Anyway, I mean, good on him for coming in the league early. I don't don't know if there's anything here. I want to think there is. Marlon Mack is a love to love for fantasy purposes. I know that. You know that. Everybody loves to love Marlon Mack. But hey, if there's something there, if you land, well, the contract will tell everything. What does he get paid? That'll tell us. And then the depth chart beyond that. I don't want to write him off just yet, but I I mean, maybe that 2019, 2020, or 20, 2019, 2018 stretch was his best stretch. We'll see. We don't know about last year. Got hurt so early. But is that, you know, is that now the sign, okay, he's going to keep getting hurt? That's the question there. Anyway, um, Jamal Williams, Duke Johnson, James White, those are sort of the next guys on the list. I, I think James White could end up re-signing with New England. I don't know where Duke Johnson lands. I think Jamal Williams is back with Green Bay, and I think that makes a lot of sense for Green Bay. Um, some of these guys may not sign right away. What happens, they go out, they test the market. Sometimes the market's cool. 
So they go back to their previous team. They take kind of a discounted contract, but they still are at least on a team. Uh, I think that might be the case for some of those guys. Uh, over to Whiteout's fascinating. Kenny Galladay's at the top. He's going to get paid. He's not going to be uh, a one-year one year deal type guy. Juju likely will get paid as well. I've talked about these guys already. I think Will Fuller, probably next on the list for me, winds up in a place like New England, which now, again, you need to get Cam Newton at least something here if you're going to use Cam Newton for you know the next year as your starter. So that could make some sense uh, for Will Fuller. You get a guy, you know, downfield threat, viable downfield threat. You haven't really had that since Brandon Cooks. Curtis Samuel is next on my list. And here's a name I want to throw out there that I think could, you know, could be a nice model to follow. It'd be really good if he followed this model. Golden Tate. You know, Golden Tate was pretty good in Seattle. Let's let's be clear about that. Like, first year didn't do much, second year didn't do much, but he really started to ramp up third and fourth season, right? But he wasn't a viable fantasy guy, really. He had 898 receiving yards, 64 catches, five touchdowns in his fourth year in Seattle. Not great, but enough where, like, occasionally he popped up, right? And this was really before the DFS era because that was – uh, 2013. So I don't even want to say he was like, oh, he's a DFS guy. But we weren't playing DFS, most of us at that point. 2014 goes, you know, hits free agency, goes to the Lions. Here's his next four years in terms of catches. Ready? 99, 90, 91, 92. That's freaking really good right there. If Curtis Samuel could follow that sort of trajectory, so I don't want to just say, oh, Curtis Samuel, we know what he is now. Maybe he, we don't know what he is if he lands in the right spot. I like Curtis Samuel a lot. He's young. He's athletic. He can do a lot on the field for you, both downfield and in the short and intermediate, run after catch. A lot of different elements to his game that are appealing. Uh, after that, Corey Davis probably the last of that tier for me. I think Corey Davis could land in a pretty good spot where maybe he doesn't have to be the guy, but you know if he's a 1-1A type situation, he can still be fantasy viable. Uh, after that, you have this collection of a lot of guys. You know, some of them are older. Uh, Sammy Watkins, T.Y. Hilton, Marvin Jones, Emmanuel um, Sanders, John Brown, A.J. Green, Nelson Aguilar. Eh. I mean, probably the most appealing out of that bunch for me is Marvin Jones, just because of the touchdown upside. I could. I, I don't love Sammy Watkins, but I, I could see him. If he is the number two somewhere and he can stay healthy – might be able to surface at times. Some of these guys are just too old. A.J. Green, Emmanuel Sanders, too old. John Brown's probably a complimentary guy. Nelson Aguilar drops everything. He even did it last year. Go look up the numbers. Anyway, um, and Antonio Brown, I've talked about him a bunch of times. He's not going anywhere other than Tampa Bay. And then, of course, tight end. There's really only four guys for me in this year's class, and one of them is definitely staying with his team. He basically told TMZ, Rob Gronkowski, of course he told TMZ, he's going to stay with Tampa, even though it's not official. So we have Hunter Henry, Jonu Smith, and Gerald Everett. And I did talk about this on Tuesday's pod, but just to reiterate, Henry is going to get a big contract. But landing spot could kind of, you know, it, it could crush him a little bit. You know, what happened, unfortunately, last year, like Austin Hooper, if Austin Hooper landed in a better spot, 
I think he would have been uh, just a clear-cut, automatic top 10 fantasy tight end for us in fantasy draft season. But he goes to Cleveland where it was a little bit of a logjam with David Njoku there. And we had a bit of a problem. I'm hoping that doesn't happen with Henry, with Jonu Smith, with Gerald Everett. But it could. But as I said, in a perfect world, I said this in the podcast earlier this week, perfect world is Jonu Smith or Gerald Everett to the Chargers. <laughs> and uh, we just kind of... You know, what's John O. Smith of Hunter Henry? Is he 90% of Hunter Henry? Right? So if Hunter Henry is a top five-ish tight end, is John O. Smith now a top eight in that roster? Is Gerald Everett a top 12? I mean, that's that's bold, but I don't think it's that crazy. It's a little crazy, but those are the guys will be keeping... You know, after that, I mean, if you look down the list, like, here's how ugly it gets so quickly. It's Kyle Rudolph who could... Maybe he ends up in New England. Trey Burton, Tyler Eifert, Jared Cook, Jordan Reed, Jesse James, Richard Rogers. I mean, not much. So there we have everything set up for next week. When I talk to you next, it will be Tuesday of next week. Uh, we will have some of the information already. It's going to start coming out on Monday in terms of where some of these uh, guys will be signing. It won't be official until Wednesday, but the news typically comes out, so we'll have that for you. In the meantime, remember, you can get that Pro Day information, the Pro, Pro Day tracker, ftnfantasy.com slash Pro Day. You can also go check out my top. It was originally a 100 free agents. Now it's like 113 because I've added some of the guys who've gotten cut, like the Eric Fishers, Mitchell Schwartzes, John Browns of the world. So you can go check that out. The free agency tracker is also up there as well. And remember, if you play DFS, head on over to ftndaily.com. If you want my NASCAR stuff, ftndaily.com. Use the promo code RATPACK on any of the FTN sites, and you get a discount there as well. And by the way, I appreciate everybody still reviewing the podcast. It's a little bit slower than during the football season, but it's like every week you get a couple more reviews. So, hey, if you've listened to this podcast for a while, you haven't reviewed the show on Apple Podcasts, really easy if you have an iPhone. All you do is open up the podcast app, which you might have open right now, unless you're listening elsewhere. And uh, you just go to my podcast, The Rant, scroll to the bottom, click the stars. You're done. That's it. At Jeff Ratcliffe on Twitter, at Jeff Ratcliffe on Instagram. Use the hashtag Rat Pack. That way I know you're a listener of the show. And like I said, we'll be back on Tuesday, man. Almost the new year. Happy St. Paddy's Day. Well, that's Wednesday, but still. A good week indeed we'll have on the pod. So enjoy your weekend. I'll catch you on the flip side. I'm Jeff Ratcliffe, and I'm out of here.